God spoke to me about this message. After getting the message, it took me over four hours. Just right now. We were supposed to come here this morning for the retirement of the pastor of the Newington Free Church. So I had to stay and I nearly joined the gate the gatekeepers. But I said if I join you, I may be too tired. So today I know God wants to talk to somebody. Amen. And everybody have to listen because this message will bless you. Shall we pray? Father, we thank you for the strength of your power that is going to manifest here. Give us strength. Give us power. The clarity, the understanding, the simplicity, your God. Speak to us not in parable, oh God. Speak to us in plain language that we may be able to assimilate it and walk with the truth that will be liberated in Jesus' name. Amen. It is very unlikely I'll finish today. I will try and deal with the introduction. This is likely. I will, I, will, I will start with the introduction. Then next week I will continue because, because of the time. Praise God. Amen. Go to the book of John chapter 12. John chapter 12 verse 24. I want you... In John chapter 12, verse 24, the Bible said that I read. This is Jesus talking. Those of you who have got the very type of Bible where the colored ones, the one red ones are the sayings of Jesus, you see it's written. It was said by Jesus. It said, most assuredly I say unto you unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies it remains alone but if it dies it produces much fruit grain, amen I don't know whether you have the King James there I didn't request for Reba if you can, okay was it the new that was new King James I like the translation where it says, Verily, verily, I say unto you. It says, Verily, verily, I say unto you. Amen. Uh, let's have the amplifier anyway. Don't worry. I assure you, <laughs> most solemnly, I say unto you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth it, and dies, it remains alone. But one grain... Nevermore. But if it dies, it produces much grain. Yield this word a harvest. The term used most assuredly, it is of a certainty and a guarantee. I want you to look at the face of your neighbor and say fruitfulness doesn't just happen. Tell your neighbor, fruitfulness doesn't just happen. Now, Jesus was talking here and he said, verily, verily. The word repetition in literature is to emphasize a point. 
Now he's trying to tell you this one. I don't want you to miss it. Verily, verily, I am telling you. That if a grain of wheat falls. Unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground. And dies. It remains alone. But if it dies. It produces much grain. Hallelujah. Amen. So this is a text we are going to look at. And I want to borrow John chapter 15 verse 16. So that you understand where I'm coming from. That God has embedded within the fabric of your being for you to be fruitful. In John chapter 14 verse 16. It said I did not. You did not choose me. But I chose you and appointed you. So that you may. You might go and bear fruit. Fruit that will last. This is the description of the fruit. It's not any fruit. It's not all fruit. It is a fruit that will last. The fruit that will last is a good fruit. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the Father will do, give you. I'm not going to focus on that one at all because I know you want to ask God for good things. Amplifier says that you have not chosen me, but I have chosen you and I've appointed you and placed you and purposefully planted you. That is you I'm talking to. Jesus talking to us. So that you would go and bear fruit and keep on bearing that your fruit remain and be lasting. So that whatever you ask of the Father in my name as of my representative he may give you. Praise God. Hallelujah. This message shook my life when I had it. When, I, when the Lord exposed me to this word, my life has never been the same. God is saying to you that you have, you have been prescribed within the fabric of purposefulness for you to be fruitful. So if you are here and you are not fruitful, you have disappointed God. I want to describe what I'm talking about fruitfulness uh, you, you see the word purposefulness. Purpose is a reason for which something is existing. And the reason why you are existing is that you must, in the fabric of your, your whole being, you have been programmed to do all, to be fruitful. So if you are not fruitful, it means that you have disappointed heaven. Everybody listen to me carefully. The word fruitfulness over here is saying that God wants you to flourish. In everything that you are doing, in your marriage, in your finances, in every part of your being, he wants you to flourish. He wants you to look so beautiful because the essence of the plant or the seed is not just in the seed, but it is more in the fruit. In the fruit. The Bible said that once upon a time Jesus passing by and saw a tree that was looking beautiful in its appearance. He went there to pluck some fruit to eat. The Bible said that there was nothing on it. And the Bible said that immediately he cursed the tree and it died straight away. And I pray that today God will not curse you because you refuse to bear fruit. You will bear fruit in your generation in the name of Jesus. Our children, when they go to school, and the reason why our children go to school, I am working with what I call purpose. 
If you come to church and you are on your phone checking on stuff that is going on outside there, you are, you, are, you are not purposeful. You don't know the reason why you are here. If you go to school and all you go to do is to make friends there, it means you did not achieve the purpose of going to school. If you went to school and all you did was to paint and look around and be friends to the people in the school, it means that you've not achieved the purpose of it. The reason why you went to school is for you to come out with something great, for you to be educated. When you are fruitful, it means the reason why, the intended reason for which something has been created is being manifested. Our young people here, the reason why you are playing the keyboard is not for you to do mistake. Come on, spare me that. It's not for you to do mistake. It's for you to be fruitful, for you to flourish. So when you when you when you play the keyboard, you must flourish. We want to see some wow, that is the essence of it. Praise the Lord. So when you marry and you, the purpose of the marriage is for you, the wife, to be of good mate to your husband. So when every time of your life, every minute, you have to check whether you are on track to that purpose. The purpose for which your wife is there is for your wife to provide support in your life. Are you providing support as a wife? That is a reason for which you are there. The Bible said it is not good for, for man to be alone. Therefore, he created a woman to be his helpmate. So if you are a woman and you are married, ask yourself, am I being a helpmate? Am I? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Life is a mysterious experience. Listen carefully. Life is a word. Mysterious experience. And the word mysterious in that context, it meaning difficult or impossible to understand, explain or identify. Life is mysterious. You must understand this. The world which we live in is also mysterious. Not only your life is mysterious, but the world in which we live in is also mysterious. What does it mean? It means having an atmosphere of strangeness and secrecy. So your life is mysterious. The word mysterious means mysterion. It is a hidden, it is shrouded within, within a secrecy confinement. Praise the Lord. I'm going somewhere big with him. In Genesis chapter 1 verse 28, the Bible said, God bless them. God bless what? God bless you and I and said unto them, It said, be fruitful and increase in number. Fill the earth and subdue it. Rule over the fishes of the sea and the bears of the sky and over every living creature that move on the ground. The Bible often uses metaphor of fruit to describe the produce of our lives. Producing useful or desired resort. You must produce desired what? Resort. The Hebrew meaning for fruitfulness or to be fruitful means to be a producer. Praise the Lord. When you are a producer, it means it is not there but you create it. Hallelujah. Fruitfulness is manifesting the purpose of God. Fruitfulness, when I say fruitfulness, I mean that when I look at you, I see the purposefulness of God. The reason why God created you, I see it being manifested. The Bible said, Jesus said, for this purpose, the Son of Man was better. 
The reason why I do what I do is that I walk within the confine of what? Of purpose. Praise the Lord. Are you walking in purpose? Ask your neighbor, are you walking in purpose? So your, your fruit, you can't see a mango tree producing orange fruit. No, it is not the purpose of it. Your purpose has been shrouded within a mystery. And this thing doesn't just happen. You can't be fruitful by happenstance. No. It is a conscious thing you do to bear fruit. Don't be looking at your wife's face and say, be fruitful, be fruitful, it will happen. You know, I sometimes wonder what happens and, and I see couples who are married and they tell me the wife is pregnant and they say, oh, you know, we didn't plan it, you know, you know, we didn't plan it, you know, we didn't know it will happen, you know, excuse me. If you see something written in your book, it doesn't just happen, praise God. <laughs> what do you mean, didn't plan it, you know, he didn't, he, he, Producers who have a lasting product, listen now, we're going to deep this. Producers who have lasting product, either in the form of goods or services, it didn't just happen. Anything you see around you that you admire, you desire to have, it was produced by a producer who didn't just produce it, just on the facial level. Let's go deep. McDonald's has got a very prescribed and a very unique product called, uh, which one is it? Something mag, Big Mag. If you are told how many times Big Mag was being created to come out the way it is that you are seeing, it will surprise you. The first Bob that was created, the number of times the guy did it, it will surprise you. The plane you see flying today that we are able to travel to Ghana, to Africa, to Asia, to Malaysia, that you see flying today. Do you know how many times they had to struggle to produce it? Do you know how many times? You have no idea. If you had to be fruitful, it takes more than just a guess. It is, I am surprised ever, ever since in my life, you have a, what, multiple choice questions, 50 questions. And you don't know the answers. And you can just guess all of them. And get all of them correct. It can happen. It can what? Happen. You can get one correct. You can get two correct. Three. But for you to get 50 out of 50. Without the consciousness and awareness of what you are answering. It's not possible. So if you think that your life can be carried. In a way like a multiple choice questions. And live your life randomly thinking that you will succeed and be fruitful. You are lying to yourself. If you think that that marriage you are seeing. that I remember some time ago somebody looked at me and said, Pastor, I wish <laughs> my marriage would be like yours. I said, you, are, you don't know. The, what you are seeing today. <laughs> the Bible said that the things that you see today were extrapolated for, from things that could not be seen. So everything you are seeing that is good, it didn't just happen. And if it did happen, it was made to happen. Not by God, but by you. Because according to the programming of God, you have been programmed to succeed and bear fruit. So if you are not bearing fruit, it means something is wrong. 
Most Christians have become unfruitful because we want God to do what he is expecting us to do. Praise the Lord. In the world in which we live in, hard work has been demonized. One of the things that disqualifies us, most Christians in bearing fruit, is our inability to endure the things that create the possibilities of fruitfulness. The things that make things fruitful, we have demonized it. You have stigmatized it. If our children go to school and something is a bit challenging, it tells them it's a sign they have to quit. But the place of fruitfulness is a place of endurance. I had one of my brothers who is looking at me right now said to me, he was living back, in, back home. He was living not in a very luxurious place like the city. Right, James will bear witness to this. He was living not in a place where you say, let there be light, and there was light. He was living in a place where there was scarcity. We, back, back in those days, we used to carry water from, like one, like from Cliftonville all the way to Margate. Sorry. All the way to like Brostes or Westgate. I was so surprised. Sometimes you forget the things you go through. When I went back home, I saw some of the students five years ago. I saw the students early as much as six o'clock. They were coming to school. They were wearing white shorts in the, in, in the dust. They were coming to school. And I remembered, I said, why are these students in so quickly? These were students who have been programmed within timetable to come to school early and clean the school before the rest come in. We are living in a world where even in this country, we come to school, we make the place dirty, the students make the place dirty, you tell them to pick the paper up. Do you know what they tell me? They tell me that somebody's job. Hard work has been taken from us. Gone were those days in the generation that we live in. We have so many things exposed to us, but we gain so little. Why? Because we have been told hard work is a time to disqualify. The great people you see, somebody ahead, I'm not a football fan, I'm not so much into football. Somebody said, Messi. Messi was like Messi, the football of Messi. He said, that guy is like a gift was just put in him and he just played football. But Ronaldo, He's hardworking. He said he's the first to come on the pitch, last to live, live on the pitch. When you watch my favorite sp- sportsman, Mr. Okay, who would it be? Usain Bolt. When he started running, he was like a disgrace. But he purposed in his heart. He said, There are things I will not eat. When people are sleeping, I will not sleep. When people are awake, I will be awake. When people are sleeping, I will not sleep. He trained so much. That he became the first. Why? Because of endurance. We have not started. We're going somewhere. You seated there under the sound of my voice. The word endure means suffer. Something painful or difficult. Patiently. To hold up under pain. Fatigue, etc. To stand and bear and t- going through pain and smiling as if it is pleasant. The world we live in, we tell our young people, you think that you come and sit behind the keyboard 
and things will work out. No, it doesn't just happen. Fruitfulness is a sign of beauty. When the tree is fruitful, it shows how beautiful the fruit is. I prophesy upon your life that the strength of endurance will come over your life. I came to this country and I look at the way teachers were teaching. I purpose in my heart, I said from today, I will commit to studies. And gone with those days when I used to go to class. I don't know how to solve the questions that have been put in front of me. But I needed to teach the student. I commit to day and night studying so hard because I wanted to be fruitful. Fruitfulness is hard work. The church, when you were born, according to a healthy adult human sperm, it is arbitrated between 40 million to 1.2 billion sperm cells that are released within an ejaculation. When you were born, before, if you are seated here, you have endured something. There were millions of sperm, but you told yourself there is a purpose in me, and you ran ahead of all of them, and you got yourself infused into the egg. It's not one, it's not two, it's not three, it is billions of sperm. You have been born to survive, you have been born to go through hard work. Don't sit down and blame God for your inability to be progressive. Hard people who work so hard are people who see the glory of God. If we want this ministry to grow, we are not going to sit and things will happen. Because things happen because we make them happen. I'm going to take you deep into the scriptures. Everything you admire or desire to buy, the producer had to endure something of a kind in order to produce it. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm just I'm just starting. I've not started yet. He said, I'm telling you this. Listen carefully. Most assuredly, I say to you, unless greatness and fruitfulness, there are conditions that warrant them. Praise the Lord. You don't force things to grow, they grow, whether you like it or not. But the problem is that would they be healthy? Or weak men have subjected growth to age, age has nothing to do with growth, stature has nothing to do with growth. There are people who look so big. I was listening to one guy, one guy who is a footballer, the, 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 the basketball player, I've forgotten his name. Shark is a shark, 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 shark. Shark told me some time ago, I was listening to one of his interviews. He said that when I used to be two years, I looked like five years. So every time we went on the bus, I was two years, guys, boys, children, don't pay for it. But every now and then, my mom used to argue with them because I am two years, but I don't look two years, I look five years. Therefore, demand was placed upon me to pay for the bus ticket. He said, I want to tell you, unless, if you understand this, you understand it more. He said the grain has a life within itself, but the only way it manifests that life, it must fall on the ground. What is the ground that we are talking about? It's a place of service. Ah, this will take days. The boy David was so much hard working. That he was learning how to play the guitar, the strings. That he learned so much that the king requested for him. The Bible said that he was so good in management. That when his hands 
was when he was taking care of his father's flock, he was not reckless, he was not a bastard, he was not just disorganized. He left the flock in the hands of people before he left his father's house. His father's flock. You are not manageable. You are you are disorganized. How do you expect God to place something valuable in your hands? I remember I told you this some time ago. I saw a, ma- a woman who was so cloned to the husband, loving the husband, and they asked her one question. They said, How have you survived in this marriage? 50 years, 45 years of marriage. As he said, Ah, you have tried. It is good. It is beautiful. Your husband is good. He said, No. We come from a culture where we have been told things that are broken are not thrown away, they are fixed. When you go to your turn where you have to you have to fight for something. When you see any married couples who have succeeded through the face of time, then you have to understand that these are people who have endured something. We have made our generation. We have presented some things in our generation that anything that demands hard work, wait. That is what we've made our generation become. They have, a, they have a saying that, what is the point? There are so many points, you can't see it. When we talk about falling on the ground, it's a place of humbling yourself. He said, humble yourself before the mighty God and he will, he will lift you up. We have a generation of children who are not humble. Have you fallen on the ground yet? It's a place of being serviceable. It's a place of committing to the place of service. Have you been servicer? Are you servicing? Are you in the place of service? When we talk about falling on the ground, it is moving from the place of your comfort to the place of your discomfort. That carries the possibility of creating greatness in you. Huh. I can't, I'm, not, I'm not even done anything. When you see cake, let me taste it. I'm, I'm just finishing because of time. When you see cake, I was talking to a man who said he's owing 880,000 pounds. That is what he's owing the bank. And all his revenue, all the properties he has got, is 1.7 million. I was talking to this man. I wanted him to tell me that he would give me like 100,000 pounds to just do some project and be successful. But the more I was trying to tell this man that give me some money, give me something to also start something. The way you are owning properties everywhere. This man started giving me the signs. He's trying to tell me that if he placed money in my hands, I haven't got the the ability to sustain it. Praise the Lord. I have to finish right now. You want to be fruitful in this land? You have to fall on the ground. There are times I teach. I remember I was teaching and the students were making more noise. I was teaching and I was more confused. I 
was teaching and I was asking myself, who even told me to be a teacher? I remember the first time I was going for an interview, I saw a head teacher who was guiding me to prepare my, my, my lesson plan. I said, ha, ah, this lesson plan, even preparing the lesson was hard work. I said, I have to quit this job. But when I decided to purposeful, say I will not quit. Eh, I will not quit. When I went to secondary school, my first day in mass in classroom, my first day Monday, the head, the teacher came on the board and said, one plus one is two, two plus three is four, seven plus seven is fourteen, ten plus ten is twenty. Open page seven, exercise number two two a. Do it as your homework. That was about 20 questions. He said, let's move on. 2 divided by 2 is 1. 20 divided by 10 is 2. Divided by that is a... Is it open, open exercise 17. Do it as your homework. Another 30 questions. By the time we finished the question... Let's say we had about 100 questions for homework. I was in the boarding house. I went and I sat down like this. I said, who brought me here? Who did this to me? Then a thought came to my head. It said, you are going to be here for three years. If you get frustrated like the way you are frustrated, you will be frustrated for three years. I said, from today, I will change my way of life. Ha. Huh. Genesis chapter 2 verse 5, the last day. It said, every plant of the field before it was in the earth. And every herb of the field before it grew. For the Lord had not caused it to rain upon the earth. The Lord had not what? Caused it to rain upon the earth. And there was not a man to till the ground. The reason why there is no rain is that there is no man to till the ground. The reason why some doors are not open in your life... There are things you have to learn that you have not learned yet. If it is not working, look for somebody whose one is working and learn some things from them. When I started this ministry, I thought when I start the work of the ministry, people will come from the north, south, east and west. I have been called, but yet there were things I went through. I remember I sat before a man who had branches all over the world. I said to him that this I started this and somebody came and scattered the whole thing after he said ah this is normal <laughs> some of you go through a pain and you are so worried you think the problem is you but it is part of the process do you as a child seated here you young ones including myself do you think that you are the only person who feel like quitting something you like? We have all come to the point to want to quit something. Hallelujah. Those of you who want to get married, when you get married, you will know that it is not the same as it is. You will understand that it is not as easy as you thought. It is not easy. You think you want to give birth? You will give birth and know that it is not easy. I remember many years ago when we gave birth, some of the things we were going through, I said, ah, who told us to give birth? Ah, there are secrets to success. It doesn't work because it is working. It is working because you made it work. We are living in a world where we expect God to make things happen. 
The Bible said that the, the plant, uh, some of the seed fell on the wayside. It began to grow. But there were things, you will be tested though. <laughs> I, I will teach, I will come to that. You see, I can't even continue. The seed had, has a life that only permitted, is it's only permitted to survive in the ground. Don't put fish in your kitchen on the floor. It will die. The fish has been prescribed to be in water. And if you look, hey, sometimes you earn it. Sometimes when you put a fish on the floor, it jump and bounce like there is a problem with it. But immediately you put it in its place of habitat. It's a matter of time. You will not see it again. I pray for you today. As we are introducing the spirit of fruitfulness. Every unfruitfulness in your life will bow for your fruitfulness. According to your DNA, God has programmed you. He said, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. That is fruitfulness. And be in good health as even thy soul prosper. According to the mandate of heaven. God died, sent Jesus to die on the cross. For you to be fruitful. I pray over your life. Every unfruitfulness in your life will power. Unfruitfulness is a stranger in your life. Radicate it out. Don't miss the rest of the meeting. Because I want to open your eyes into certain dimensions of truth. So that when others are sleeping, you will be awake. Bill Gates didn't become the richest man or the third or fourth. Because he delighted in being that. There were things he did to become great. I pray for you because of time that the strength of God will come upon you. Everything that needs to be reformed, renewed within your mind, may God strengthen you. I pray that wherever you find your face, wherever you find yourself, in anything that is confronting you, antagonizing you, I pray for you that may God bring you to the place of awareness. That you have been born to be fruitful. I pray for you that the strength of God will cause you to reveal your rightful identity of fruitfulness. And every unfruitfulness will be alleviated in the name of Jesus. We thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. Put your hands together for Jesus.